This is a presentation of high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. High school football broadcasts are presented by Nextag Appraisal and Realty, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, Southeast Community College, Members Own Credit Union, Doan University, Sunbelt Rentals, NDOT Highway Safety Office, and Play It Again Sports. Now, calling all the action, here's Nick Sainert and Jay Foreman. Welcome in. It is the first round of the Class A football playoffs right here, and we got all the action just moments away on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Welcome in to Seacrest Field. Nick Sainert, Jay Foreman to my left. Jay, tonight we got a good one. It's number six seed, the Lincoln Southeast Knights going up against the 11th seed, the Lincoln East Spartans. And it was a doozy back in early September when these two teams played. Yeah, it's two teams obviously that know each other. The proximity is close, and a lot of these kids have uh, grown up playing with each other and against each other in Lincoln Youth Football. Uh, but earlier in the year, they went to double to, double overtime. So you know it's an even match. Uh, both teams have kind of improved from there and, and found the rhythm. And so now it's winner take all and um, familiar territory. So. You know, really think it's going to come down to who uh, blinks first and who was able to finish the game strong. As Jay mentioned, these two teams went 31-28 in double overtime. The Spartans were victorious back on September 1st when these two teams squared off in the early stages of the season. This is the next Ag Appraisal and Realty pregame show as well. If you're looking to buy or sell farmland in Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, or Missouri, give Ethan Sorensen a call today or go online to Next Ag Real Estate. Dot com. All right, so I think we I mean, we talked about it earlier this afternoon, but let's go a little bit deeper here. This is truly a matchup of, a, of the quarterbacks, right? You have right. one really good quarterback in Owen Baxter suiting up for the, for the Knights. Doesn't necessarily throw it a whole lot, but he really just facilitates the offense at a high level. Yeah, what he does is really well is keep the, uh, the offense in rhythm. You know, mm-hmm. keeps them ahead of the chains or, uh, you know, in the rhythm of the play calling in the series. But one thing, since the, the first game of the year that we called him, and then we saw him again later in the year, he seemed to catch the, the rhythm in the passing game. And I think that's where Southeast kind of took off because, uh, you know, they started the game, they started the season really, really slow for their standards. But as his health and his mm-hmm. game, you know, like, uh, you know, health in his knee or confidence in his knee uh, started to, you know, flourish, so did the passing game, which then convertly, you know, opened up the run game, which allowed that defense to play a lot better. And that's why they're the sixth seed now. They've, uh, you know, went as he's uh, gotten better and more healthy. Yeah, Owen Baxter on the year has struggled to take care of the ball through the air at times. Uh, Five interceptions just to 11 touchdowns here in 2023. But they've been able to overcome that with the help of of the guy in the backfield right next to him and Cash Butenback. But then also in two more guys in Caden Logan and Parker, Parker Watson, Butenback, 95 carries where he's sure to go over 100 barring any injury tonight on the season for a little over 608 yards and uh, eight touchdowns here in the season. Yeah, he, look, his brother Max has been a stalwart in the backfield, and now the younger brother starting to take over, and he's done a really good job. He's a two-way player, excellent on defense, and just as good on offense. And so he's a little bit more shifty, helps him in the, in the, in the screen game some. And then you have kind of like the, uh, you know, power and lightning thunder and lightning mm-hmm. where you have uh you know Caden Logan who's came in as a as a true freshman and provided that different type of spark right he can he can get outside a little bit faster make you miss in a phone booth mm-hmm. and uh he has some explosive speed like we talked about earlier along with Owen Baxter getting in his rhythm getting a little bit more confidence mm-hmm. in his knee that he hurt last year in the playoffs this offense has started to uh, play a lot better. Yeah, Logan's certainly a guy that we might be able to see make some plays in the special teams game. He He's back there returning kicks yeah. and, and sometimes punts for, for head coach Ryan Gatula. Let's look at the other side of the ball with the defense, right? And it's right. hard to look past two guys on this Knights team. They actually have four people, four defenders, that all have at least 60 tackles here in the 2023 season. But one of those guys especially is Pierre Allen Jr. coming right. off the edge. Yeah, Pierre Allen Jr., obviously his dad, uh, Pierre Allen Sr., was a really good defensive end for the University of Nebraska. Uh, his son is just falling right in the mm-hmm. suit with him. He's very active. You know, he's 6'3", uh, listed at 205, but he plays big and strong and he's fast. Yeah. And, you know, really the big improvement I think he's made is he's a little bit more technical this year, and that's where you've seen the activity. And then on the other side, you got Xavier Campbell, who essentially looks just like him. Yeah. 6'3", 205. So that what that does for this, for this Southeast defense 
you can't get outside on them. And then you have guys, you know, in the inside as far as interior defensive linemen uh, and linebackers and safeties that are able to fill inside out. So it makes it very, very hard to move the ball on them. And they played pretty, uh, pretty good this year. Yeah, Bryson Ebelar is the other guy to kind of watch for in the right in the middle of that Southeast Knights defense. Seventy nine tackles here in twenty twenty three. Which, after a couple good performances here in the playoffs, if Southeast is able to get the victory tonight, we could be looking over a hundred tackles in a single season for a linebacker, which is a really impressive accomplishment. Yeah, he's done a really good job. I think the the, the game that they played earlier in the year against East, he had mm-hmm. the hit of the game. Yeah, and so he's a physical guy, senior. You know, they had good linebackers last year, so he was kind of playing split duty or a little bit of a backup duty, 5'11", 200 pounds. Uh, so he's good in the middle, and then he's also fast enough to get out on the edges. And so, like I said, you have the, the edges taken, taken care of with Pierre Allen and Campbell and then Eblar and along with Butenbach. And obviously you see a little yeah. bit of Nate Applegate sometimes when they need to really make a play. They have a lot of depth, and uh, you know that's why they've uh, you know really really you know took off later in the season. Once again, this is the Next Ag Appraisal and Realty pregame show. Visit them online at nextagrealestate.com. We're just moments away here from kicking things off uh, from Seacrest Field, first round of the Class A playoffs. Number six seed Southeast, number eleven seed Lincoln East. Let's talk now about the Spartans here, uh, as the Spartans unfortunately fell. They had a chance to right. host, but they fell to Gretna right, right. here on the very same field last week. Now, they need to bounce back. Obviously, it's win or go home here in the playoffs, and they got the quarterback to do it. Yeah, Jeter Worthy, you know, obviously you think all the way back to last year where he kind of just got thrust in the game in the yeah. first game of the season, I think, against Carney. And ever since then, he's really grown and, and, and really, came, really came into his own, being an all-city quarterback, pushing for all-state. And I think as he goes, his offense goes, right? It's the run-pass option. He's very accurate, obviously a Division One baseball player. Yep. So he can throw from different angles, get out on the run physical runner despite his size uh tough and he's been healthy all year and then you have dash bauman who is essentially keeps him on uh target and and east sneaky uh in a sneaky way is physical in the lines right and and they'll try to come out and establish the run and then with dash bauman that not only can you know run behind his pads and be physical you have jita worthy running behind his pads and being physical which allows them to go deep and, and obviously be on, on time in their passing game. With uh, with just moments away from, from southeast and east kicking things off here at Seacrest Field, Jay, it's a little chillier, right? We've we've kind of lucked out so far throughout the season. Not a lot of cool temperatures, not a lot of cool temperatures. You and I were down on the field yeah. earlier. Man, it was it was breezy. It was breezy, it, it, right? It was, it was so, chilly. So here, what <laughs> I mean, the football doesn't change, but what's the most important thing? when you is it get that first hit like what's the most important thing in in 40 degree or below temperatures when they haven't had to play in this all season yeah, well, long well first of all you know they were warmed up pretty you know pretty extensively yeah so you want to make sure you're, you're not just sitting around and in the locker room you want to be active obviously you know this game has got to mean something to you so you got to be mm-hmm. up and moving can't sit still and then as far as the hit that kind of breaks the ice but really the football does change because when it's crisp out outside like it is right now, the ball will become more slick, right? And so yeah. ball security in, in the fundamentals become paramount. We've seen that obviously at Nebraska and even the NFL at the highest levels. And so you're going to see it uh, the same at the high school level. So as you're catching the ball, you got to tuck it in and don't try to run before you catch it and get it secured. And uh, you don't want to have a little detail like that uh, lead to a turnover. So it is huge. And then also the center quarterback exchange. Both of them run, you know, a lot of our high percentage of their offense out of the pistol or shotgun mm-hmm. formations. So catching the ball and having catching the snap very clean mm-hmm. is going to pay or is going to be a huge uh, factor as well. Uh, it's we're going to be sitting around 35 to 38 degrees with a little bit of a 10 mile an hour wind for the most uh, part of tonight, I should say, for the greater part of tonight. And it looks like that that flag when it is blowing a little bit from side to side on the pole at the north end zone here. It's coming from the north to the south, and so we'll see how much of a factor. These two teams, Jeter Worthy, probably the better of the passing two quarterbacks, yeah. or better passing of the two quarterbacks, but Owen Baxter certainly has some guys on the on the perimeter uh, in Applegate and in, in uh, Dallas, Washington, and a couple other guys as well that can certainly go out and make Donald plays. Donald friend Jr. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a lot of speed. Yeah. You know, look, they had a really good um, I guess off-season per se, where yeah. some kids from around the city transferred into Southeast. And uh, they pay dividends. You got to think. Last time yeah. we saw Southeast, uh, Donald Dufresne Jr. took a, a kickoff return to the That's house, right. broke the game open, really gave 
the offense and the defense more confidence, and it seems like they haven't looked back ever since. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we return, we'll have kickoff between number six, Lincoln Southeast, and number 11, Lincoln East, in the first round of the Class A playoffs. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few moments from Seacrest Field right here on 93.7 The Ticket. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, <laughs> there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch, everyone's favorite buffet. Discover the difference that expertise and experience can make in your real estate journey with Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Whether you need an appraisal, sales, or farm management, Next Ag comes up with a solution with your legacy and goals in mind. Next Ag isn't just their name, it's your future. So why wait? Visit their website today at www.nextagrealestate.com or give them a call at 402-380-0432 and turn your dreams into reality. Your land, your legacy, their solution. Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Elway Power Sports of Lincoln is kicking off October with Can-Am side-by-side specials all month long. Are you ready to rule the terrain on a 2023 Can-Am Defender, Commander, or Maverick? You call a play and score big with rebates up to $1,500 or financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months. From an open road to the trails, there's a Can-Am side-by-side that's right for you, and Elway Power Sports of Lincoln has them all under one roof at their new 27th and I-80 location. Hurry in. The clock is running down. Offer ends October 31st, 2023. Certain conditions apply. See dealer for details. Stretch, adjust, heal. At Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, we believe in the power of precise alignment. Our skilled chiropractors listen, understand, and treat your body's unique needs, offering a personalized pathway to peak performance. Don't let back pain knock you out of the game. Step into our clinic and walk out with a renewed strength. Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, pushing the boundaries of health and wellness. Treatment begins with you. Step back into life today. The best way to learn about Southeast Community College is to visit. SCC's Discovery Days will give you the opportunity to experience SCC firsthand this fall. Discovery Days provide information about SCC's programs of study, how to pay for college, SCC support services, housing, activities, and more. A campus tour and lunch are provided. See your options at southeast.edu slash visit SCC. SCC, your path to possible. At Union Bank, people don't have your money. Your money has people. First home people, investment people, people people, people who answer the phone and your chats, dream car people, dream retirement people, driving your dream car in your dream retirement people, small business people, credit card people, and all the other people you need. At Union Bank, our people help you do more than you dreamed possible. So stop in and say hello. We can't wait to see you. Union Bank and Trust, member FDIC. At Doan University, you can play a sport you love and also receive a world-class education. You'll learn leadership skills on and off the court that will set you up for success long after graduation. Doan isn't a place where you get lost, it's a place to get found, and it's a place where your future is uniquely yours. Learn more about the endless possibilities at Doan University today at doan.edu. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Just moments away from kickoff here at Seacrest Field. Nick Sainer, Jay Foreman with you. First round of the Class A state playoffs. We'll keep you updated with scores from across the state throughout the course of this one. Uh, Good-looking uniform matchup here as it's going to be Lincoln Southeast in their all-black uniforms while Lincoln East comes out in their visitor all-whites here at Seacrest Field. Not a sight that we see a whole lot is the uh, of another Lincoln team being the visitor here at Seacrest. Yeah, it's a little bit, uh, you know, foreign territory for East because they're always, you know, 90% mm-hmm. of the time at home. But Lincoln Southeast has a higher seed. But, you know, at this point when you're playing in the playoffs, Nick, doesn't matter where you're at. You know, they look, you at, you know, look at East. They, they like that uh, all-white. I like the way it looks, man. Listen, it's, it's, it's the playoffs. you got to come out with your, with your uh, playoff best. 
All right, so Southeast will kick things off to start us. They'll be going towards the south end zone. Lincoln East will face the north end zone to start here in the first quarter. And so obviously a lot of good energy at Seacrest Field tonight as we're getting ready to go. And it looks like Michael Ford will be back deep to return things for this Lincoln East Spartans yeah, and, team. And, and Noah Burhoop, who, who has been a pretty mm -hmm. active player, really good athlete and pretty fast. So, so we are underway as now Burhoop's going to get it on the in the end zone, down for a touchback, touchback excuse me, and it's our first look at Jeter Worthley, the, the junior quarterback for Lincoln East. 112 of 185 through the air this year, a little under 1,400 yards, but done a relatively good job holding on to the football, seven right. touchdown passes. And prior to last week where he had two INTs, six now on the season. Yeah, look, he's, he's improved as a, as a playmaker, leader, and quarterback, not as explosive on the outside because obviously Malachi Coleman is doing mm -hmm. the same thing that he did last year at Nebraska. Uh, but the run RPO game and timely passing has been really good this year. So now he's going to come out shotgun set with Dash Bauman, the future Wyoming Cowboy, on his right. Pass on first down, Worthy with plenty of time. A great pocket. Pierre Allen trying to knock him down. Unable to do so, and Worthy will escape it yep. and get forward for about two or three yards up to the 23. That was a perfect example. Of what, first of all, it was really good pass protection by that Lincoln East offensive line, and then that Jeter Worthy right there. Listen, he's a mm -hmm. Division One baseball player. He is a phenomenal athlete, strong. And so you have Pierre Allen Jr. that had him – pretty much dead to the right, yeah. but what did he do? Kind of shook him off, and he turned a 10-yard loss into a 2-yard gain. These are the type of plays that don't really show up in the stat sheet, yeah. but it keeps you on time and then uh, ahead of the change as well. So second down and seven just underway here. Lincoln East on offense to start the game. Once again, those two guys off the edge, Xavion Campbell and Pierre Allen Jr., the ones to watch. Worthy will keep it on the right side, sheds one tackle, and gets a first down up across the 30-yard line to the 33. It's a gain of 10 yards on second down. A little bit of slow developing quarter or quarterback counter week mm -hmm. off the dash Bauman fake. Really good job by Jeter Worthy. Look, we talked about in the pregame. Runs behind his pads, a physical runner. It's the playoffs. You know what you're going to get with them. And, again, it's the first two plays, but excellent blocking by this Lincoln East offensive line. So two plays and a first down here for Lincoln East as they stay on schedule. So now Jeter Worthy will come out shotgun. Bauman to his left. Snap back Worthy looking to pass throws quickly right side. It's hauled in, but a nice tackle immediately as the catch was hauled in by Michael Ford up on the far side at the 39-yard line. Just a nice gain of five yards. Yeah, it's good on good right there. Good job by Ashton Coffey coming up making a – Good tackle on Ford. And, look, East is happy with that, right? Second down and five. You're on rhythm. A little bit of off, uh, you know, off kilter as far as not running on first down. Good, easy, safe pass. And so, look, they're, they're ahead of the chains right now. So the Spartans are going to come out here second down and five with Bauman to the left of Worthy. They'll motion Noah Burhoop from top to bottom. Now toss it left side. Now Bauman reverses course. And he'll get a nice four-yard gain as right. that almost went nowhere, but he was able to cut back towards the middle of the field. Good vision by Dash Bauman. He saw that they had a really good job by uh, Campbell there of setting the edge very, very strong. And so it made him cut back. But what he did was is use southeast aggressiveness against him and cut back for a four-yard gain. So now if you're Lincoln East, you're almost into four-down territory. Maybe mm -hmm. not this early in the game, but it's third and one. They like their chances to continue this drive. So we're under nine and a half left here, first quarter. First round of the Class A playoffs. Third down and short here for the Spartans. Quarterback draw right up the gut. He'll have the first down and more. Ooh, does hit. Worthy, and he gets hit hard, but across midfield by Ashton Coffey once again. Yeah, it was a, it was a well, listen, it, when, you, when it comes down to money time, that's third and short, uh, fourth and short. You think players, not plays. It goes right mm -hmm. to Jeter Worthy. Quarterback draw, not only to get one yard, he got six or seven yards. So, look, East is very confident right now. Yeah. Right? It's three, three minutes off the clock. And I will tell you this, the colder games, hydration is key. You can get tired or faster because you think you don't need to hydrate. Long drives like this tend to, tend, to, tend to tax you a little bit later in the game more than a normal game. And correction, that was Nate Applegate on the tackle of Jeter Worthy for a first down. Quick pass out far side, caught by Lingenfelter. Right. And he gets across the 35-yard line to the 39. And as the Spartans 
contrary to last week against Gretna, they've been able to get something going just on the offensive what, side. I mean, what they're doing is they're attacking the, all three quadrants of the field, right? Yeah. And so they're attacking on the outside, the middle of the field with Judah Wordley, quarterback, uh, a quarterback draw, and then on the other opposite quadrant with Dash Bauman getting outside. So what they're doing is they're keeping Southeast off balance. They're not allowing Southeast mm-hmm. to feel comfortable or get a rhythm or a uh, – a, a cue on what they're doing offensively. So after the gain of eight on first down on the pass to Lingenfelter, it's second down and two from the Southeast 41. Quarterback keeper is worthy, will bounce outside, has nowhere to go, and gets wrapped up by Pierre Allen Jr. near the line of scrimmage. They might give him a yard on that one, but that's a generous spot. Yeah, it was a really good job by Pierre Allen Jr. Uh, he was locked up with number 55 there, uh, Jake Cooper, or not 55, excuse me, Ethan Gardner. And did a really good job of staying at home. Like I said in the preseason or in the pregame, is that he's done a really good job of being a little bit more of a technically sound uh, player. Mm-hmm. Very strong, very fast. He didn't bite on the inside fake by Jeter Worley. Stayed at home, and Jeter Worley came right back to him for a no gain. A one yard gain was very, very generous, like you said. Third down and one from the 40 yard line of Lincoln Southeast. What you would imagine would be four down territory for John Gingery's squad. They'll toss it out right side. Bauman gets across the 40 yard line, has the first down and more as he bursts through a hole. Still going. Spun around and still fighting his way forward across the 30 to the 27. Yeah, one thing right here, it's not just South or Lincoln East moving the ball pretty, I wouldn't say pretty easily, but they are definitely, they definitely are on schedule. But it's the offensive line getting mm-hmm. on Southeast defenders and staying on them, which is allowing Dash Bauman to not only get the first down, get five yards after that, yards after contact, allowing Jeter Worley to pick up crucial yards as well. So if I'm a Lincoln East coach and, and player, I'm very confident, man. Look, we're, on, we're six minutes off of this, yep. off of the, off of the, uh, into the game. And uh, Southeast hasn't even came close to stopping him. Worthy rolls, throws across his body, and nice, nice, easy pitch and catch to Noah Burhoop, the five foot ten, one hundred and seventy five pound wideout. As that's a nice job throwing the ball on target and on time, like you always talk about, Jay Foreman for another first down. Even better, I talked about it a a few plays ago. In Lincoln East, play calling is excellent right now. Mm -hmm. They are attacking the three quadrants on the field. They the play before, right, to Dash Bauman. You go to the right side, get a, a huge gain, right? Then you come right back out on a, a mini half roll and, and allow G the Worthy run pass option, gets the burr hoop, first down. East is way ahead of the schedule right now. So six and a half to go, first quarter. The clock's not even moving, but six and a half to go, first quarter. Low snap, corral by Worthy. Southeast brings pressure. Worthy escapes to the right. Pierre Allen Jr. tracking him down, and he's going to be forced to throw it just out of bounds, incomplete. And it's going to now bring up second down and ten. Southeast brought the pressure that time. Yeah, they did. You go. You want to one thing. One way to get them off off kilter is bring a little bit more pressure. And then also they brought in some of their two way players, and obviously brought in Cooper Johnson. They're all city, all state uh, offensive tackle to come and play defensive tackle. Got the pressure, made Worthy get out of the pocket. They weren't able to corral him for a sack. Mm-hmm. Really good job by Jeter Worley to get outside the pocket. Nothing there. Don't throw it in the traffic. Throw it into the stands. Live to fight another day. So second down and ten from inside the southeast red zone at the 16 yard line. It'll be two wideouts each side. Burr, or excuse me, Dash Bauman to the left of Worthy. Now they'll send. A receiver in motion from top to bottom. Quick pass out near side. Lingenfelter trying to navigate his way through. He gets inside the 10 and near that first down marker. Is, it's going to be right there at yeah. that first down marker, and they're going to say move the chains, so that makes it first and goal. Nick, again, I, I mean, I'm going to keep going back to it because obviously people are listening. If, there ain't, they're, if, they're not, aren't, or if they aren't able to be here, is that Lincoln East is literally having Lincoln Southeast defense on mm-hmm. their heels. They're attacking the right side, coming right back to the to the left side. It was a sneaky play. Landon Langefeller came in on a kind of short motion, looked like he wasn't going to go out, and then it was a quick pass to him. He's one of the fastest mm-hmm. kids in the States. Even though he's a sophomore, he got the edge and got a crucial first down. So now Bauman will be to the right of Worthley on first and goal. Worthley rolling to the right. It's going to be just a kind of a quarterback power right. run off that right side, and he'll go – for a short gain of two yards up to the five-yard line, second down and goal. Look, this, this is, uh, even even though the clock somehow stopped, right, a little mm-hmm. bit of home cooking, this is going on a seven-minute drive. Yeah. So not only is it the drive and you wearing out the defense, you have taken all excitement from that southeast uh, sideline. And also, the clock is still running. And so now you've had to use Cooper Johnson, some of your yeah. offensive linemen, his defensive linemen. So it's almost it's working twofold in East favor that they're wearing out this southeast team. 
under five and a half minutes remaining first quarter. Michael Ford is all by himself at the bottom. Worthy looking that way. Now throws up the seam, and oh, it's out of reach man, for two, <laughs> two receivers. Now Noah Burhoop, Oops. and then another one was wide open right down the yeah. middle of the in the end zone as number four, Owen Lasig, one of Worthy's favorite targets, was standing wide open, yeah, and Worthy overthrew them both. He had too many options. It, it was a really cool play. It was a fake toss, bootleg out to his left, wide side of the field. Two guys were open. They almost were too open, right? One mm -hmm. was stopping. The other one was like, we can't go anywhere. And uh, Jeter Worley missed the layup there. I wish He probably figures that he wish he had that one back. We'll see what he does here on third down. So third down and goal from the five. Two wideouts up at the top, and Owen Lasik by himself on the bottom. Worley rolls to the right. Caden Chedock trying to get open. Now Worley will just have to throw it away. And now it's decision time for John Gingry as it yeah. looks like they would yeah. take the points here on fourth and goal. Even though... Seven minutes is off the clock. Yeah. East looks like they're set up pretty good to get three points. This is the win for Southeast. I was just going to say that. A win. This is, this, that is a feel, win. this feels like after Nebraska gave up a big chunk play to Northwestern, stopping them inside the 20, you still take a victory. Then. Or the fourth down stop in yes. Illinois. You, you, you're on your heels, on your heels, and everything changes in the red zone. Good job by Lincoln Southeast coaches and defenders. Uh, south or for red zone defense. So the kick is up and it is good by Colin Nay. So with 4:59 to go in the first quarter, a seven-minute drive by the Lincoln East Spartans results in three points. We'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll be right back from Seacrest Field on 93.7 The Ticket. You don't think about your roof very often, but you should never take it for granted. Roofing Service Company takes every measure to provide you with the highest quality roofing solution. Whether it's a new roof installation, roof repair, or a re-roofing project, their overall goal is to provide you with a pleasant experience and a long-lasting roof. If you have a need for siding or gutters, they're your place too. Visit RoofingServiceCompany.com for more info today. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sainer, Jay Foreman back for, with you from Seacrest Field as the Spartans use up seven minutes of game clock right. on a really nice and well-constructed drive, but it results in three points, which yeah. you get points, but then also for the Southeast defense, maybe that, that can get some momentum for them. Well, the whole team is getting momentum off it. And then look, Nick, in, in these close games, rivalry games, when you really dominate that drive, mm -hmm. it's a letdown not getting a touchdown. And so now you give the ball back to Southeast with a little bit more confidence than they would have had if you would have scored a touchdown. The return by Caden Logan of Lincoln Southeast gets across the 25 to the 26, and it's our first look at Owen Baxter, the senior quarterback for Lincoln Southeast. He was all city last year, got banged up as well with a little bit of a knee injury, but now he's fully healthy. Yeah, look, I mean, as the season's gone on, he's, yeah. he, he, first of all, he did a really good job of attacking his rehab to make the first game. As the season's gone on, he's gotten better and better and better. Conversely, that's how they've been able to, you know, secure the sixth seed. That's how this offense has taken off. They've been on time, on rhythm, ahead of the chains 75% of the time. So they're going to come out in the I formation, one wide out on the near side. Baxter under center, they'll oh, turn, fake it. They're going to take a shot up the seam, and it's Mason. hauled in by number 87, Mason Meta, yes. as he gets across the 50-yard line. And when that play design, when you're set up like that, it looks run, 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 right, yeah. but they throw that's it right down do. the seam. And, and that's how it's a really good job by Southeast offensive coordinator. You're on your heels, right? You lost all the momentum. You got it back, right? Mm -hmm. This is almost like sudden change. And what do you do? You come out in a, in a running formation, running personnel, uh, and you throw the ball right down to the middle to your freshman tight end. Yeah. A 6'4", 205-pound, really good-looking athlete. Great play call, great execution. That is Meta's 10th catch of the year, and now he's surpassed 200 receiving yards in his freshman year. Caden yeah. Logan, yeah. a quick burst of agility and speed up on the left side across the 40-yard line, good for a gain of seven up to the 37-yard right. line. So right now you're seeing just because Cash Butenbach had to expend so much energy on yeah. offense, you're seeing the two freshmen, right? You said uh, Mason Maida, and then now you see Caden Logan 
going for six yards. And so what, you, what Southeast is able to do, he's, they have depth by some of their younger players coming in. But the play calling is trying to be explosive and keep mm-hmm. East on their heels. It's going to be interesting to see this defense if they adjust. Quick pass out near side. It's oh. caught by Applegate. They're going to say his right knee did not touch the turf as he gets it across the 30 into the 26-yard line. It was a really good job right there. A little tricky, little, little tricky there by old Nate Applegate, but good job. He got yeah. to his knee to get low enough to catch the ball, and he's a phenomenal athlete, raised up right when he caught it. Did a really good job of reading that, that wide receiver screen, Nick, and getting outside to the to the sideline and getting the first down. So quick moving here on this drive by Lincoln Southeast. 3.27 to play first quarter. They'll turn, hand it off. Logan jukes at the line, spun around, and taken down just shy of the 20-yard line at the 21, maybe the 22. And so that's going to be a gain of just three yards on first down. Good job. Well, East is or Lincoln Southeast. What they're trying to do is give East a little bit of taste of their, their medicine, right? Defense has been over there cheering on the on the offense. Okay, well, since you guys want to drive the ball down our face, we're going to go a little bit up tempo and try to score before the end of the quarter. Yeah. Really good job of Southeast offensive coordinator pushing the tempo. We're under three minutes to go. First quarter, Baxter quick pass out far side on the bubble screen as it's intended for Washington, Washington but it's out of reach, falls incomplete. Third down and seven here for Lincoln Southeast. So you, you, you talked about the, the ball, Nick, and so sometimes on those quick passes across your body, mm-hmm. it can release a little bit higher. Why? Because you, you don't have the grip on the ball, yeah. and especially when, the, when it gets colder, your hand gets a little bit colder, you're not able to release it. So you have to do a really good job of powering through uh, with your legs to keep your accuracy on, on point. 2.54 to go, first quarter. Lincoln East with a 3-0 to zero lead, but Southeast has been driving. Open, now quick pass off from Baxter, intended for Logan. It went oh. through his hands, but it looks like we're going to have a false start on Lincoln Southeast. Oh. So instead of third and seven with having a completed pass to Logan with a lot of running room, it's going to be third and 12, and we'll set it up again. Right, so now if you're Lincoln Southeast, your mindset changes, right? You either think about four down territory or getting a play close enough or enough yards to where you're getting into field goal range. They have a good uh, kicker as well. But now it changes your whole mindset on, on your play calling. And this is the se- it was the second time in a row, even though that play was called dead, yeah. it went through the receiver's hand. So when you talk about the change in the ball, it could not only affect those short passes, something over the middle, tip drill, might be a pick six. So 2.51 to go, first quarter, 3-0 Lincoln East. But the Knights with third and 12 here. Baxter looking, steps up, and he's going to go down. Caden past Chedock. the 30-yard line, Caden Chedock with Noah Peterson. Back at the 32. Looking at Lincoln East got a little tricky there. Ran a little bit of a zone blitz because you know why? They knew that Southeast was in four, four down territory. Ran a little bit of a zone blitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nickel came off the edge, allowed Caden Cheddock to kind of slice inside, beat the guard, and it was able to uh, get the, the sack on um, Baxter for a four-yard loss. So now, yeah. right now, you're, you're, you're either thinking we're going to throw to the end zone, maybe pooch punt. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what this play call looks like. They're going to pooch punt uh, and try to pin Lincoln East offense uh, down there deep in their end zone. No, they're, no, they're going to go for it on fourth and 17. Baxter oh. steps up. He's going to run oh, with it. to the outside. And he's going to go down well short of the first down marker at the 29, or excuse me, 24 mark, 24 yard line. So just a gain of eight when he yeah. needed 17 and a turnover on downs for the Spartans defense. Yeah, so again, as much as we were talking about Lincoln East lost the momentum, Southeast came out with the momentum, good explosive play on the first play, looked like they were just marching down the field with tempo. That Lincoln East defense that's been sneaky good, fast defense, physical, make adjustments, stopped them. Now they have the ball back again, Nick, mm-hmm. with two minutes left in the first quarter. They essentially have been playing keep away. Yeah, for uh – for if you're just now joining us, Spartans took off seven minutes of game time on their opening drive and now have it right back with two minutes in the first quarter remaining. Worthley keeps it on first down, gets across the 27 to the 28-yard line, so a gain of three on the first down quarterback keeper. Yeah, look, it, look. It, what they're trying to do is just continue to bleed the clock, right, mm-hmm. give the defense time to rest, even though they weren't on the field very long. Uh, and they get, it give them time to really get into that second quarter and really extend this game and get the best play calls that they can get because they know that they missed out on the opportunity to get a touchdown. Now they want to be more efficient uh, from 20 to 20. We're under 90 seconds left here in the opening period. Second down and six. Ball at the 28-yard line. Two wideouts each side. Empty shotgun set for Worthley. He'll take the snap, quickly looks out to the right, throws that way as it's caught by Burhoop up the far sideline and tiptoeing across that sideline is 
Noah Burhoop. It's going to be a short gain of maybe two on the play, but that makes it third and manageable. Right. The th- one thing that East is doing is like a theme. They must have went back after the Gretna game uh, where they, have, they they were more than uh, – you know, willing to tell you that they didn't play their best game or call their best game. Now they said, you know, we're going to get back to what we do and what we did best in the season. That's attack all three areas of the field and then also keep us ahead of the change. Where in worst case scenario, we have the X factor in Jeter Worsley to get us a first down. Little over one minute remaining here. First quarter, empty shotgun set for Worthley. He'll take the snap, rolls out to his left, looking, throws. Pass is caught by Owen Lasig, and he's going to have plenty for the first down up to the 38-yard line, and the Spartans are moving it with ease, Jay Foreman. Again, I'll keep saying it, keep saying it. What they do last play, Nick, they attacked the right side of the field, the outside quarter. What they do, we're starting to see a pattern. Under pressure, Jeter Worley has the ball yeah. out on the edge to make the defense uh, the defense out, or outside of the defense make a decision. But then also he has an easy throw for a first down and then a deep throw. So what they do is run a slot to the flat, right, a little bit of a shorter seven cut, and then they ran the outside receiver deep. So you're able to create space for him for that run pass option. First and 10 ball on the Spartans' 38-yard line. They'll turn, hand it off to Dash Bauman. Makes one guy miss. Great move by Dash Bauman. Still on his feet, spun around at midfield, and a 12-yard gain when it could have been a A three-yard loss. Yeah, it actually could have been a two- or Mm -hmm. three-yard loss. Uh, They had the edge set. Uh, uh, Bryson Ebler came through, shot shot the gap. Dash Bauman did a really good job of cutting back, right? And then once he gets started, you're seeing that state-worthy, uh, state champion-worthy uh, track speed. Once he gets going, he turns a three-yard loss into a 10-yard gain. First and 10, East Spartans at the 50-yard line. Yeah. Control of this game like no other. And you want to talk about control of this game. How about this? For out of the 12 minutes quarter, the Spartans have had it for at least eight. Yeah. Or excuse me, at Nine. least ten. Ten of the minutes. minutes. Excuse me. They had they had an eight minute possession, and then they had a uh, a a two minute possession as well through towards to end the first quarter. After one quarter of play, it's three to zero Spartans, and the Lincoln East Spartans will have it at their at the fifty yard line, first and ten. When we come back in thirty seconds, right here on ninety three seven, the ticket. Get rid of pesky critters once and for all with bats to rats. Their expert team is here to help you reclaim your home. No more sleepless nights caused by crawling critters or flapping wings. Bats to Rats ensures a safe environment for every family member. Check the website at BatsToRats.com for amazing offers, and if you mention this ad, you'll receive $10 off your initial inspection cost. Don't allow uninvited guests to take over your home. Trust Bats to Rats for a peaceful and rodent-free living space. Now back to high school football. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here at Seacrest Field, start of the second quarter as Lincoln East has somewhat taken control of this one. It feels like. It feels like it should be a lot larger than just a three-point lead as we start the second quarter, but it's been all Spartans this point. Yeah, they've done a, a really good job of game planning, staying on time, staying on schedule, but then also from being physical at the point of attack and out on the edges. Uh, Southeast has got to make some adjustments here pretty quick or this game could get out of hand. Worthy turns. He'll hand it off Bauman as he gets across the 45-yard line of Lincoln Southeast. That's where they're going to call him out of bounds at. So nice five-yard gain on first down. It hasn't been a whole lot of Dash Bauman tonight. Not but yet. once you wear down Lincoln Southeast, that's yeah. where you would expect the Spartans to go. But what do you think, though, as we're talking about not a lot of them? Been, they haven't had to because yeah. they've everything that they've either ran in the RPO option, Jeter Worthley thrown to the quick, timely passes have been caught. But now you start to see last two out of last three plays. Who has it? Dash Bauman, two mm-hmm. carries for 15 yards. They're going to crank him up in this second quarter. Second down and five from the Knights 45. The Knights showing pressure off the edge, and Apple get forces Worthley to go inside, and Butenback is there to make the tackle, but not until Worthley gets a four-yard gain up to the 41. Right. You know, it wasn't a, an explosive run or explosive play, but if I'm Lincoln East, I'm happy with that, right? It was second and five. Mm-hmm. We got a three-yard gain. We feel more than capable to get two yards against this Southeast defense right now. So what Southeast has to do is really just hone in on their principles and fundamentals, right? Because you are on your heels right now. They are attacking everywhere. 
uh, of your defense. So you can't get into the mindset that I'm going to go make the play. Just make the plays that you're supposed to make. So third down and short as we near 11 minutes left here in the first half. The Spartans with it on the Knights 41. Bauman working his way through as he gets near that 40-yard line. We'll see what the spot is as the officials come running in from each side right at the 40-yard line. And... They're going to say move the chains. First down as Bauman yeah. needed to get to the 40, and that's exactly where he got. Yeah, and you know, on a little side note, Mikel Ford and Ashton Coffey were getting it, uh, getting it in over there at the Gatorade. <laughs> so these two teams are definitely attacking each other. Mm-hmm. Even though East has full control of this game, they only have a three-point lead. Yeah. So Southeast is not, does, doesn't have to panic. They really have to focus on playing better, energy-wise and execution-wise. 10.41 to go, second quarter. First and 10 from the Knights, 40-yard line, three on the play clock. They snap it, fake the toss out to the left. Worthy rolling to the right. Worthy still surveying. He's going to tuck it and keep it, and that's what Worthy does so well is when nothing's open downfield, he can tuck it and run for five, six yards. Yeah, a little fake toss with a waggle coming off of that, giving him a three-level option there. Good play call, but even better defense there by uh, Lincoln Southeast is covering the the short route, covering the medium route. Did a really good job by – Donald DeFran Jr. taking the deep routes, which made uh, Jeter Worthy, you know, tuck it down and take a four-yard gain. So, you know, it's, it's a win for Southeast and a win for East. And uh, right now we have, what, Campbell down yeah. for, for Lincoln Southeast, the defensive end. I think he's cramping up a little bit. I mentioned it earlier. This is what young players don't. Jay, under- it's impossible to cramp up in the cold. No, it's not. Because actually, if you don't hydrate, you cramp up more when the temperature drops than when it's really hot because you think you don't have to. You get there, you have more stuff on your legs, tights, and, t- and, and stuff on your arms, and so your yeah. body is going to dehydrate and be susceptible to a cramp, and that's what he probably had right there. Now he's up, and he's probably going to get a Gatorade and then uh, be back in the game. Xavion Campbell, one of the, the key guys on this defense, especially coming off the edge, opposite from Pierre Allen Jr. That's what makes this Southeast defense sometimes feel suffocating for an offense. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it's just been – uh, a little off tonight where Lincoln East has been able to get the edges mm-hmm. on them, uh, get the outside zones on them as far as in the run game. And then the quarterback, uh, you know, draw up the middle has worked pretty uh, extensively as well. So, again, losing Campbell for a play or two uh, puts more pressure on this defense to step up with their backs against the wall. Second down and six from the 35-yard line of Lincoln Southeast. The Spartans trying to extend their 3-0 lead, a little jet pass. Across to Landon Lingenfelter, and Bootenback will be able to uh, figure out a way to take Lingenfelter down right at the line of scrimmage. No gain on second down, brings up third and five. A really good job by the Southeast defense of uh, staying at home. Like we said, Mm -hmm. play their fundamentals, which allows some of their best tacklers, which is uh, Cash Bootenback, to scrape inside out and made a good physical tackle there on Lingenfelter for a no gain. Now Southeast feels we have South, we have Lincoln East right where we want. Yeah. They're not third and short. They're third and five. And so now you can kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm defensively and try to take away their strengths. We're under 10 minutes left here in the second quarter. Empty shotgun set on third and five. A big opportunity here for the Southeast defense as Worley rolls out to the left, has Burhoop wide open and makes oh. such an easy pitch and catch. From Worthy to Burhoop, and it's plenty for the first down. A little bit of a, what I used to call a snake route there by Burhoop, right, where you're faking like you're going mm-hmm. to a cross or going to a post, and you come right back out to an out route. It's timed up perfectly with Jeter Worthy being able to get outside the Southeast defense. So what Southeast has to do, which they didn't do the last play, is the outside player has to do a better job of setting the edge, keeping Jeter Worthy in the pocket. So they must have seen something on tape yeah. where they feel like they can get the edge on Southeast and it's paid dividends tonight tenfold. So after the third down conversion, it's going to be first and ten from the Knights' 27. Snap back, Worthy turns, hands it, Bauman across the 25 and down shy of the 20-yard line at the 23-yard line. Nice gain of four or five yeah, yards on that and one. They're staying, look, they're staying ahead of the chains. They're on, on rhythm. The play before, they attacked the left quadrant. That play, they went down the middle. I'm willing to bet only my last dollar with you, Nick, that they're going to come to the right side on some sort of bootleg, mm-hmm. sprint pass, RPO option to keep this Southeast defense guessing, right? Yeah. There, it doesn't matter the formation right now. It's where they're attacking you defensively that you need to hone in on. Burhoop and Lasig are on the right side. Worthy will toss it to the right, Whoa. reverse to Lasig as he gets a key block in the back there as Lasig up the far sideline, and he'll have the first down. A nice 
fundamental block by number 55, Ethan Garner, as susceptible, and there was a high risk for a block in the back there. And I said block in the back. I should have said block in the backfield yeah. because Garver made a really nice block. Look, it was a really good play play call. I thought I was going to be right where a little bit uh, tossed to Dash Bauman and did a slot screen uh, to number four, who was it, Owen Leasing, and he got the corner, right? But you know what? An even better job by the Southeast defense of rallying by Ashton Coffey of fighting off the stock block by Mikhail Ford and stopping him from getting the first down because when he got the edge, it looked like he was getting a touchdown. Coffey yeah. did a really good job of making a uh, first down saving tackle. Third down and short and before the third down snap, we're going to have either a delay, a delay of, game. of game or maybe they'll give it a timeout, but it looks like it will be a delay of game Ooh. on the Lincoln East Spartans. So instead of third and two, It'll now be third and seven. Well, well, Nick, look, it's just replication of what Southeast just did on offense. Yeah. It actually going to the same end zone uh, where they had it at third and, and third and seven. Then it went to third and 12. Same thing. Uh, delay a game. This is the things that we talked about in the preview at, at the ticket today is who's going to blink first, who's going to mm -hmm. make the crucial little mistake that turns into a big mistake. So now third and seven. They'll hand it off. Bauman on the left side has the first down. A great burst yeah. of speed up that far sideline by Dash Bauman. As he gets inside the 15-yard line and out at the 13. You know, with Lincoln East, you know, they're not playing well offensively, defensively, or special teams. They didn't, they didn't run Dash Bauman as much last mm -hmm. week. But you know what, though? Uh, compared to a few weeks ago, he looks a lot fresher. You yeah. know what I mean, Nick? He didn't get a lot of carries in the, in the first quarter. He's well up over four carries in the second quarter. So now you're starting to see the physicality that he's able to impose on you when he's able to get the edge. So first and 10 now from the 13-yard line. We're inside nine minutes to go in the first half. Worthy looking right side, finds Lasag, or excuse me, Lasig as he's unable to make Cash Butenbach miss as a nice tackle after a gain of seven or so inside the 10-yard line at the eight on the pitch and catch from Worthy to Lasig. Look, Lincoln East, again, they went to uh, Dash Bauman on the left side, right, got the first down, come right back to the right side to uh, Worthy to Leasing, or Leasing and... Now they're at second and five, a five-yard gain. Again, Lincoln East is playing at or ahead of the chains every single, every single series of downs. And so what uh, Lincoln Southeast needs to do, not only find out where they're attacking you, you got to start winning first and second down because you're playing with your back against the wall the whole game. Snap back worthy will keep it up the middle as he's able to make two guys miss, but then a trio of Southeast Knight defenders is right there to make the tackle just pat or excuse me just shy of the five yard line at the six so that's going to bring up third down and three right good job there by the lincoln southeast defense right jeter worthy is good enough to make the first guy miss sometimes the second but when you rally to the ball mm -hmm. you shut it down for a two-yard gain so now if you're lincoln southeast you have confidence here right the first drive of the game you stopped them in the in the red zone you stop them here and they have to kick a field goal it's still yeah. a one possession game so it's 3-0, to zero, Lincoln East, seven and a half to go, second quarter. Shotgun set, Bauman is going to be the left hip of Jeter Worthy. Worthy will roll out to the left, looking, surveying, has nowhere to go, and he's going to just have to tuck it. There's a fumble on the play, and it looks like Southeast got it. Yeah. Cash Butenbach was in there to make the fumble, or to force the fumble, and Worthy coughs it up for the second time here in 2023. A really good job by the Southeast defense, right? A couple, a couple, a few plays before, they lost the edge. South or Lincoln East came back to it. Then it was a crucial mistake, like we, like we mentioned, a, a, a small mistake lead to a big mistake is Jeter Worthley deciding to tuck it, right? Almost playing too conservatively. He's gonna take the game into his hands or that play. Not, not, a, not good enough ball security. What did we talk about before the game? Does it affect the ball? Yes, it does. The things that you could do earlier in the season when it's a little bit warmer, but you can't do now when the ball is slick. A crucial turnover there yeah. by Lincoln East in their red zone. Again, these are, these are paramount mistakes that East are making right now because they're not getting any points. First and 10 from their six as they'll hand it off. Caden Logan on first down will get two yards. Jay, Lincoln East was in the midst of a seven-plus-minute drive again for their second drive of the game, yeah. right? And they get zero points out of yeah, it. Yeah, listen, it, as much as they've been dominating the game, the object is to score more points than your opponent. So Southeast deserves all the kudos for what? Getting a win and holding them to three points when they had two guys open in the, play or the mm -hmm. previous play. And now getting a crucial turnover in your red zone. If I'm Southeast, I'm saying, you know what, my defense will come alive sooner or later. 
and my offense has got to hold it down for us. So second down and seven from the nine-yard line of Lincoln Southeast. Baxter turns, hands it. Logan has some running room. Watch out as he makes two guys miss with his quick, shifty speed as he yeah. gets across the 20-yard line to the 22. Yeah, I mean, Caden Logan does a really good job making the first guy miss in the, in the hole, and then he cut back a little bit. Uh, really good tackle there by the Lincoln Southeast uh, safety there, Luke Lindquist, because if he did not make that tackle, we'd be striking up the band for Caden mm -hmm. Logan on almost an 80-yard touchdown. So it's going to be first and 10 now from the 22-yard line, six minutes and 10 seconds remain here in quarter number two. In the first round of the Class A football playoffs, it's number six seed Lincoln Southeast trailing to the 11 seed Spartans by three. Turns, hands it off Logan at the line. Penalty flag on the play as Logan's still going up across the 40. And for the time being, call. it's going to be at the 42-yard line, but there's a penalty flag sitting back at the 21. Yeah, that flag almost came out instantly. So I think uh, Lincoln East had a really good job of penetration by number 70, Noah P Peterson, to cause the uh, holding, holding call. As we see or hear, Southeast fans are not happy about it mm -hmm. uh, because Caden Logan sprung for a, a 30 or 40-yard gain. So now, uh, just like East, you know, whether it's a uh, delay a game, now you have Southeast on an explosive mm -hmm. run playing way behind the chains on first and 20, and you're backed up uh, deep in your zone or deep in your, your end zone here. You have to be very conservative, but you have to be aggressive if you get a good play call or a good result on first down. So now it's going to be first down and 20 from the 12-yard line. 3-0 to zero Lincoln East. The Knights, though, with the football at their own 12. Blitzing off the edge. Quick pass out far side. Caught by Butenbach. He'll run up across the 15 and gets about two yards shy of the line of original line of scrimmage, right. I should say. So a gain of eight. Good job. It's a good play right there. Second and 12. It's obviously behind the chains, but an eight-yard gain to mm -hmm. get you in second and manageable. Now you're thinking, I need to get our two best plays to get 13 yeah. or more yards. And then you almost feel like we have the momentum of this game because now everybody's expecting you to punt. But if you could extend this drive, also, if you're able to get this drive and maybe get some points, tie the game up, you get the ball at the start mm -hmm. of the second half. So five minutes exactly remaining, second down and 12 from their own 20. Baxter turns, hands yeah. it off. Logan makes one guy miss again across the 25. And now just like this, it's third and six-ish for the Lincoln Southeast offense. Yeah, really good job. And Caden Logan does a good job of running their delayed draws, right? It allows the offensive lineman to block the guys initially at the point of attack, then take them where they're going. He does a really good job of reading the blocks, making guys miss. And uh, one thing he can do is once you make the first guy miss, look for that sideline. There's yeah. a lot of open spaces there on the sideline for him. But needless to say, 14 yards in the last two plays, Southeast is very, feeling very confident they can pick up this first down. So it's oh, going to be third down and six, and now we'll have a penalty flag back in the backfield behind Caden Logan. Legal substitution. Legal substitution. What yep. happened there, Nick, is they had too many guys in the huddle. Uh, number four for them, Caden Ward, got subbed out late, and you didn't give the defense enough time to, to uh, adjust. And so that's a five-yard penalty. Mm -hmm. So as much good work you did, right, uh, to get to third and six when you had first and 20, now you're way behind the chains, third and 11. Change your, change your play calling. It changes your play calling. It changes your mentality as far as how aggressive you can be. And then now you're thinking Lincoln East, if we can get the ball back, look for Lincoln East to be more aggressive going into this half because they don't get the ball to start the second. So 4.09 to play as Baxter back to pass. Steps up, rolls to his left, evades the pressure. He's going to tuck it and run with it across the 20, get taken and spun around. And now Caden Chedock comes in for the physical play to finish. A just, truck there. Yeah, just past the 22-yard line. And so that'll force a Lincoln Southeast punt here on fourth down. So with 3.30 and some change, Lincoln East going to get the football back after they fumbled it inside the red zone. Yeah, for, for now, this momentum has gone back of, mistakes right you know who, who's made the bigger mistake who's taking advantage of it nobody has but momentum right now as small as it is obviously you're winning the game three nothing you had a crucial turnover down in your 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 red zone in their end zone you did a really good job of rallying defensively where it looks mm -hmm. like southeast is gonna have to punt to you but now with three minutes and 40 seconds left you got to look for lincoln east to be more aggressive because guess what even though they ran the clock this has been one of the, the fastest yeah. first halves that we've ever called is they know they're not going to get the ball coming out of the second half. So you want to be able to put yourself 
in the best position to get some more points before half, whether it's the field goal or in the best-case scenario for them as a touchdown. Now, now on the flip side, if Southeast is able to punt this ball uh, and still has three timeouts left, get the ball back and somehow get an explosive play and get in the field goal range or touchdown range, it's a double win for them. So this is a crucial part of this game that could decide the winner. Yeah, the Spartans chose to call a timeout there with 340 on the clock because it's going to be a short punt into the wind, and Burhoop will just signal a fair catch and haul it in at the 50-yard line. So great starting field position for this Lincoln East offense, and that was a smart timeout by head coach John Gingery. Yeah, you didn't want any more time to, to burn off, and you want you want to be aggressive, but you don't want to play in it. You want to be you want to play fast, but not in a hurry. And so uh, it's a good timeout. We talked about that earlier when we were on. Uh, uh, with the crossover with uh, with the Eric Strickland show is that mm-hmm. who how you use your timeouts right going into halftime and going into the fourth quarter is going to pay dividends or go against you. It's a really good uh, timeout there by the Lincoln East head coach. So the Spartans take over. Reminder: they went over eight minutes of game or nine minutes of game time, and then over seven minutes of game time in their first two drives here, and they get it with three thirty four left here in quarter number two. Quick pass out, Michael Ford. Up across the 49-yard line and tackled down at the 47. Good job by right, Nate Applegate, Ashton Coffey, and it looks like number one Davian Williams was yep. also in on the stop. Really good job there by the Lincoln Southeast defenders, where there's the corner, the safety, and obviously the nickel. Uh, pretty much a, a, a quick screen right there to, I think, Burhoop. They had three defenders there. Ashton uh, Coffey did a really good job of defeating the block, and then they had the other two guys with Applegate mm-hmm. and uh, Williams there. Uh, to stop him for a three-yard gain. That's a really good job there by the Lincoln Southeast defense. Again, with three timeouts left, you don't want to burn them right now, right? But you want to make sure that you keep them uh, ready to go just in case you get this ball back. So it's going to be second down and seven. Worthy throws it back the other way. Chedock with a lot of running room across the 40. He's still going. Chedock is gone. Touchdown, Lincoln East on the 47-yard pass play from Jeter Worthy to Caden Chedock, and Worthley has his 18th touchdown pass of the season. Yeah, a really good play call right there, right, where they just they, they ran uh, the wide receiver screen right there that Lincoln Southeast snuffed out, right? And what did I say before they got the ball? Look for him to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be throwing it downfield. I said it since last year. When Caden Chedock comes in there to play tight end, they're either running to a side or they're throwing to him. So they ran a little bit of a throwback screen to the tight end. Excellent blocking. Uh, there by number 55, Ethan Garner, uh, to get out there and alleviate any Southeast defender to stop it. Caden Chuddock went for almost 45 yards throwback screen. Now East has full momentum. So it's a little bit of payback for them for them to the with the fumble in their red zone, yep. missed the easy touchdown. Now they can sit over there on the sideline and say, you know what, we feel okay that we have somewhat of the lead because we've dominated the first half. And so what Southeast has to do, is make sure that they don't play in a hurry and frantic, even though they get the ball back uh, to start the second half. Ten points isn't insurmountable, yeah. right? This is a game that was like this in the first in the first game, went to double overtime. Yeah. So what you have to do is get into some rhythm, which you've done, right? Get some confidence. You got you'll get the ball offensively probably with two minutes and maybe forty seconds if you if it goes out the end zone, but most likely two minutes and thirty seconds plenty enough time to drive the length of the field uh, to get a field goal or touchdown. One thing to also note just throughout the course of this game, a, a little over a quarter and a half, Lincoln Southeast has been able to run the ball. It's been shooting themselves in the foot with yeah. the penalties offensively. Penalties, penalties um, and, you know, well, the time, untimely penalties, right, mm-hmm. where you're, you know, third and two, then you're in third and seven, you're third and seven, third and 12, and then obviously the one, the holding uh, call on the uh, Caden Logan uh, 30-yard run was crucial. And so this is where you have to make sure that your senior leadership, your coaches, and your players really rally together and say, listen, this is a long game right now. Mm-hmm. We haven't even got to halftime, right? They're playing their best. We aren't playing our best. Now it's the best time to get us a good drive, right? We know we can run the ball. We know eventually we'll be able to pass the ball. Let's get back to what we did best for the whole second half of the season, and we'll get back into this game and try to push to win it. So 2.40 to go, second quarter, as it's 10-0 to Lincoln East after the 47-yard pitch and catch from Worthley to Chedock for the Spartans. The Knights take over, pass up the middle, is going to be incomplete through the hands of Caden Ward, yeah. the six-foot-three sophomore, 
as that brings up second down and 10. Right, just four seconds off the clock. You had a little a little quick route, kind of a little area route there by Caden Ward off his hands. Again, when you talk about the change of the ball, you have to also change your velocity. So you have to time your passes more so the ball doesn't go through their hands. Good job there by Dash Bauman, right? The, the Wyoming commit staying in his zone and being physical and putting a pressure on a young receiver in Caden Ward uh, that made him drop the ball. The Knights, second and ten. Motion a running back out to the far side. That's Caden Logan. And now Baxter back to pass. Getting pressure off the edge. Steps up, and he is going to somehow oh, spin out of it. Like Baxter up the near sideline, across the 40, still on his feet, oh, and lays oh, the wood. That's the end of the game. That's Owen Baxter. Owen Baxter. That's the type of physical run like we saw from Anthony Grant last year on the yeah. road at Rutgers that can change the momentum of the game. Did it get you seven points? No, but a really good job by Owen Baxter. Was dead in the rights by that Lincoln East defensive line. Spun out. He kind of looked like Russell Wilson yeah. there where he spun out 360, looked for a receiver. Everybody was running to the other side of the field because that's where the pass originally was going to go. Yeah. Fast enough to outrun the defense. Finished it with the uh, physical run uh, against the Lincoln East defender. So with 2.24 to go in the first, excuse me, in the first half, Southeast Near midfield, eye formation, they'll turn, toss it out right side. Caden Logan cuts back up, and he's able to shred a couple tackles right. up across the 50-yard line and down at the 45. Right. It, it, I mean, just imagine – or just uh, just think back, Nick, to two plays ago, right? It was it was mm -hmm. two minutes and 36 seconds left. Just dropped an easy pass. Then you get an off-the-charts off the, uh, play by yeah. Owen Baxter. Now you give it to Caden Logan, the two-minute warning. You're way ahead of schedule inside yeah. the 50. Now you can start to play small ball with three timeouts left. So 152 to go, second quarter, second down and three from the Spartans, 45. They'll hand Whoa. off Logan, bounces outside, watch out as he gets across the 30. Physical run by him as well. I mean, this is where the delayed draw for Caden Logan has paid dividends tenfold. It's a play that Lincoln East at halftime has to figure out a way. So what you're going to have to do is start slanting your defense alignment, getting penetration so he can't read so quickly. So what he's doing He's, it's, a, it's a perfect play for him, a, a guy of his stature, right? Very quick, in and out of his cuts. Delayed, delayed draw allow him to get up on the second level and allow the offensive line to either get their box, blocks quickly or secondary block their guys, and it's paying dividends. So it's going to be first and ten. They'll hand it off. Booten back up the yeah. middle. A lot of running room as Booten back gets a first down and inside the red zone. Down at the 15-yard line as the Southeast Knights are rolling. Yeah, a little bit of a wrinkle there that we hadn't seen all year from Lincoln Southeast. They had uh, Cash Butenbach, kind of a loaded backfield, like a diamond formation, mm -hmm. and a little bit of a fullback take to come right back to it. They'll do the same exact yeah. play just off the right side of the line as it goes for a three-yard gain up to the 12-yard line. So what they're doing is they're bringing in three running backs in the backfield along with the quarterback in pistol formation. And so for the linebackers, it, is, it will confuse your reads, right? Because you don't know which side of the defense or, or the offense to call the strength, mm -hmm. number one. Number two, you're not really sure who you're going to read. And so the play before, Cash Butback was able to catch the East defense in the state of confusion, hit a 20-yard run. They tried to come back with it, and the East made a on-the-play uh, on adjustment and stopped it for a two-yard gain. So there's 58 seconds left. Lincoln Southeast feels very confident going into halftime that they've been able to run the ball pretty easily, right? Yeah. And so now you have uh, second and seven at the 12-yard line. You have two timeouts left. Now you're trying to get your best two plays to get eight yards, right? And so you're either going to run the ball or try to get in some sort of bootleg with Owen Baxter to give him the same option that, you, that East is giving Jeter Worthy, right? RPO option, get out on the edge, make them make a decision, trust your, your, your all-city, potentially all-state quarterback. Mm -hmm. and then uh, see where it lays. And so if I'm Lincoln Southeast, I'm very confident. We, Up until now, it's like we've been asleep, right? You know, yeah. both offensively, defensively, and a little bit of special teams. The offense got a little bit of a spark there by that Owen Baxter run uh, after the touchdown by East. But uh, Southeast is able to cash in here on a touchdown. We have a whole different ball game coming out of halftime. So it's second down and seven as they'll hand it off on the right side. Oh, and Parker Watson goes down by great. number 20, Kelby Zimmerman. An unbelievable tackle by Phenomen Zimmerman. Phenomenal play by uh, Kelby Zimmerman right there. He took on the block, came down, knifed down, and made a great play to stop a first down. Yeah. Because it was more than a first down. So now you now if I'm Lincoln East, 
I'm taking a little bit of a page out of the Southeast playbook. Bend but no break. Let's get into the red zone and make something happen. Baxter keeps it himself, and that's a real questionable call as it right. looked like Baxter little, was looking to pass towards Caden no Ward. But Caden Ward didn't even look up. It, yeah. he, he thought it was a run play the entire time. Sometimes when you try to get too cute, you end up ugly. Sometimes yeah. when you try to get too cute, you end up ugly. The play was stopped the play before. Then you came back and ran it on a, a quick play. You want to get your best play called and executed on third down. It was a state of confusion by Southeast. You had plenty of time on the clock. Mm -hmm. You still have one timeout left. So when that play was ran, you had two timeouts left. Uh, but a really good job uh, by number 70, who has always been active all year. Noah, yeah. Noah Peterson has been a phenomenal defensive lineman just from the games that we've seen. Yeah. And he did a really good job of not only penetrating, making the tackle. So now you've made Lincoln Southeast and their coaches make a decision. Do we go for a field goal or do we go for it? Look like the field goal unit is out there. So just like the first series of the game, Lincoln Southeast yeah. figures like, okay, well, that's a win. Lincoln East uh, hold them to a field goal. Has got to think this is a win for them. So Connor Nolenberg will be on to attempt the field goal. As with 23 seconds left, they can make this back to a one-possession game. High snap corralled as the kick is up. It has plenty of distance, right. and it is good. So a nice job by Connor Nolenberg converting the field goal attempt, and the Knights now just trail by 7, 10-3. Yeah, good job by Connor Nolenberg uh, being patient and adjusting his approach to kick the ball. Uh, with the high snap and good job by Lincoln Southeast right where they looked like they were dead in the rights down there looking like possibly losing the ball and giving it back to East to get another chance before halftime great play by Owen Baxter got the momentum on their sidelines big run by Caden Logan big run by Cash Butenbach a uh, little bit of, uh, of a mishap in the in the third down play call yeah but you know for them to be in t down 10 nothing right that quickly to turn around in two minutes and 40 seconds and get three points with the ball coming out of halftime and that run game cranking up as much as that southeast defense feels like they're worn out lincoln east defense has got to answer the bell coming out of halftime so now just 19 seconds left on the game clock here the spartans will get it back for a brief moment and they'll probably have a chance to return this one as this one's kicked into that 10 mile an hour wind from the knights as this one is Going to be booted and fielded at the six-yard line by it looks like Noah Burhoop. And so, or excuse me, this is Lingenfelter yeah. as he bounces outside. And a great, great job by Meta, yeah, the job. freshman, as he makes the tackle at the 15-yard line. And so I would not be surprised to just see Worthley and company just kind of come out and knee this one and go into halftime with a seven-point lead. Yeah, it'd probably be the best thing to do. And obviously there's no, you're, you're, there's no reason to mm -hmm. uh, risk it. 14, uh, 14 seconds left, you got a 10-3 lead. Before the game, if you ask Lincoln East if, if they were could be in this situation, they would take it every single time. Yeah. So do the smart thing and go into halftime and uh, see how the second half plays out. But, look, now we have a ball game. We Both teams have scored. It hasn't mm -hmm. looked pretty. A little bit of nerves, right? Right. Yeah. It's winner take all. Uh, the second half is going to be a doozy. So that is going to do it for the first half of action as Jeter Worthy will take a knee and both sides will jog into their respective locker rooms in a first half that for the first quarter and a half was heavily leaning towards the Spartans. Back that, that back end of the second quarter started trending the other way to the Lincoln Southeast Knights, so we'll see what happens when the Knights get the football to start quarter number three. Don't go anywhere. Our members' own credit union halftime show is just moments away here from Seacrest Field. It's 10-3 to 3 at the break between the Spartans and the Knights on 93.7 The Ticket. 